Hey everybody, happy almost new year. This is Chris McCabe of e-commerce. Chris, welcome back to Sell Performance Solutions. I, of course, am joined once again by Leah McHugh. How are you? Good, how are you, Chris? Good. We survived most of December, so we're grateful for that. And we've been hearing a lot, I would say, over the past couple of months about AI, Amazon's AI, incorrectly recategorizing products and creating compliance triggers. You work on the compliance side a lot more than I do. So maybe you can fill in that blank. The example being things being reclassified as medical devices that weren't medical devices. That's something we see a lot, but maybe you've got a couple other hot examples from the top of your head from this Q4, I figure, because th these are coming to us as like complaints about Amazon's AI. I mean, is that new AI that they're using or is this kind of a rehash of a previous complaint. Yeah, this is one of those things where like somebody posts about this new thing that Amazon's doing and I'm like, oh, are they doing something new? And then I read it and I'm like, oh, that's the same thing they've been doing for the last four years. Kind of like the other day when somebody talked about a brand new email, which we had been seeing for like three years. Um, but I mean, they're just changing the terminology here. So it's now calling AI what people used to call spiders or algorithms. It's the same thing we've been seeing for years. I would say we definitely saw a ramp up during COVID but right. it's not new. I mean, the reclassification thing, I mean, that's been going on for at well, least that's, a decade, I would say. That's um. been going on for a long time. <laughs> so you're arguing, just because I heard this from sellers, I heard it from agencies, and I even had a reporter call me and ask me, like, what's everyone complaining about with these Amazon AI foul-ups? Right. Um, I just mean, I have been consistently working on these cases for the last three to four years. So right. it's really not a new thing. Perhaps people who weren't experiencing before are experiencing now. And that's why people are suddenly talking about it again. But it's really nothing new. So, what I is mean, it Amazon exactly? Can, why well, would something be medical device classified when it's not a medical device, for example? For a number of reasons. Some of them <laughs> seller mistakes yes. and some of them competitor attacks. We talk about keyword abuse all of the time. This is another form of keyword abuse where somebody goes into your listing adds a bunch of words to get it flagged as a medical device or a drug or a pesticide. And then you have no idea why it's flagged as that because it has nothing to do with that. Or the other side of it is that people are making claims about their products that they're not allowed to make. I would say 40% of the time when somebody comes to me saying that Amazon's misclassified their product as a medical device, turns out their product is actually a medical device. <laughs> or as we've talked about a lot, they can't just fix the listing they've also got claims on their packaging and that's uh, well that's more with supplements and so that's where you run into the unregistered drug issues and so yeah that's something we've been seeing for a long time too as well as the pesticide claims which we've talked about before if your product claims to kill pests including bacteria mm -hmm. other than on the human body that's a pesticide so we've been seeing this for a long time and sometimes amazon gets it right sometimes amazon doesn't get it right i think the biggest change that i've seen this year, maybe it's hard to keep track, but I want to say this year, the biggest change I've seen is that it seemed like last year the compliance team was trending upward, like they were getting better at their job. They so were. if something was misclassified, you could just be like, this is wrong and this is why it's wrong and this is what my product is. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense and would reinstate it. Whereas now, it seems to be trending in the opposite direction, where if they've misidentified your product, getting it reinstated through the regular appeal channel 
is almost impossible. And I, I do have a theory on that. I don't think it's just that the people on the team are like half-assing it. I think that they, one, have less access to tools because I've been hearing that from multiple Amazon teams that they all have way less access right. to different Amazon tools. And I also think that they aren't being empowered to use stupid business term. And I apologize in advance for that. But but I don't think that they are, They I don't think that that team is in, empowered anymore to make that call of, oh yeah, you're right. This isn't the device that we think it was. Whereas before they did have that ability. So now you essentially have to escalate it in order to get it properly reinstated if Amazon is wrong. Right. They're just churning through the contacts and answering them however they can answer quickly. Well, I it think they just have a decision. Any work. I think they just have a decision tree, right? Mm -hmm. And the decision mm -hmm. tree doesn't have a what if we were wrong option. So it's either sends the documentation or nothing. I don't think they have the training or the ability anymore to be like, oh, yeah, this this is wrong. This is not whatever we decided it was before. Well, I'm going to hope for 2024's sake that that's not the case in Q1 and that it's just a multi-month pause in training and SOP. Audit. Well, I, it's been like a year. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, yes. In a lot of ways, we have to just kind of turn the page on 2023 because we saw numerous alarming trends and problems and increasing reliance on just no investigation, copy paste responses, which we will address in our year end episode where we cover some of the 2023 trends. I, for one, hope that next year will just be better in a lot of ways. But I guess the good news in what you're saying is that there's no, possibly no increased reliance on AI where they take engineers out of the equation and they're just using bots for absolutely everything tied I mean, to listing enforcement. Well, I think at this point, most of these flags are automated. I don't think there is a human reviewing the listing prior sure. to it being blocked. The appeals themselves, I do believe, are going to humans, but I, I know for a fact that a lot of the documentation review is automated. Um, but, but I think the problem is, like, you know, I'm not against automation, but if your system didn't work when humans were doing it, <laughs> how do you think that you're going to build an efficient automation for that? Because now it's just the same issues as before, but right. now there's no way to actually get somebody to be like, oh, yeah, no, that makes more sense. You're supposed oh. to replace successful right. manual actions with successful automation. Right. Like they were never good at this when humans were doing it. Why do they think that they're going to be able to make good machine learning for it? That's an excellent point. I think we're just <laughs> seeing increasing complaints, just nonsensical actions taken. What I've seen on my side, since I'm not doing compliance work every day like you are, is the Amazonian will answer where there's a clear mistake, a clear error with something like, well, you need to get approval to sell this brand. When That's like, actually something we've been seeing a lot more of, the approval thing. And I don't yeah, know why people the, are talking about that. Or you need a letter of authorization to sell your own brand. You need approval. You need to apply for brand approval to sell your own brand. Well, I've had a few recently where like the ASIN got gated and then they were yeah. accepting applications. And then later Amazon was like, oh, yeah, that was done in error. Sorry. Like, they say it's done in error every time, ultimately. I but there are some people coming to us with a dozen 
rejections or case replies or oh, whatever it might no. be. No, I mean, you just get the same response if you go through the regular yeah. cases. It was only an escalation that got them to admit and, that it was an error. Yeah. And again, we'll kind of pick this apart next week with our end of the year episode. But unfortunately, now I hear and see account health representatives mimicking this just because they see it annotated somewhere on the account. <laughs> and they'll say, oh, you need approval to sell that brand, but you're on a phone call with that person. So the brand owner could say, well, why do I need that? I'm the brand owner and I'm in brand registry. Yeah. What is it, just dead air on the other end? Again, I think this is a tools issue. Each of these teams have very limited access to these yeah. tools. And so the only way to get it resolved is to escalate it to somebody that has full access because... Like I've had, especially with the gating, I've had conversations with Catalog who are like, we can see that you're approved for this, but we can also see that there's a restriction, but there's yeah. nothing that we can do with our access to these tools. And then they send it to brand registry and brand registry send you a like, oh yeah, that's gated. You have to apply. And it's like, yeah, we just went through this. Like yeah. they just don't have none of these teams. And it's weird because it's cyclical, right? We've gone through this before where they didn't have any access to tools and then they got given more access to tools and then Amazon had some data leak issues and then they don't mm -hmm. have access again or people miss, messed up and so then they remote the access again. We're yeah. back there. And I've been hearing a lot of misinformation from Amazon's teams lately. A lot back, more than we had maybe six months ago. And it seems to have just gone right place. back to like, nobody really knows what's going on, but you're on the phone with them, so they have to say something. Yeah, but the only way to resolve a lot of these issues is to escalate it and it's not necessarily because of incompetence it's because of a lack of access to those like for those teams to correct right. the problem that's that's what i meant hopefully in 2024 it swings back to giving more access more people but then can they see get what into they... the issue of you know people being yeah. bought out or doing well, things they're not supposed to be doing and then they go they right back to res res <clears throat> and we've said throughout the year that when Sellers are baffled, you know, why don't you have access? Why can't you see more of this stuff? Are they paying five grand a month for an account manager who doesn't have access to things that would be useful? It all traces back to when people had access to tools that they didn't necessarily need or use every day. They were susceptible to taking money from outsiders to share information that was privileged in private. So just to like kind of go back to the level of competency of the compliance team. And again, like, you know, I've dealt with the legal parts of this team, and I'm not saying that they are incompetent. They are highly competent, but they've been using the same templated notification for medical devices when they think your medical device is a class two medical device. Five years. Oh, I mean, probably not five years, but okay. years. They've been using okay. this for years where they say that it's been identified as a class two medical device, which is professional use only. Yep. Class two medical devices are not professional use only. So they've been giving this like essentially legal letter to sellers for years. That's not even the correct information if they were even flagging your product correctly. So, and then if your product is a class two medical device, you're like, yeah, here's my 510K. And then they reinstate it because suddenly it's no longer professional use only. Like Doesn't for years, they've been using that wrong wording on that notification. There so, were, like, this is the level that we are dealing with. <laughs> right. There are old templates floating around that, that should no, but have this included. is the template. They use this template for all things classified as class two medical devices. But what about the template for you've engaged in illicit, deceptive, or fraudulent behavior? And using that in, like, 19 different or outcomes? Abusive, I mean, no 
creation of a second version, third version, fourth version to address all I'm these different things. I'm not even asking things. for different versions. I'm just asking them to not yeah. have misinformation. <laughs> it's the one template that You're they use for this. teasing next week's episode, but we're, <laughs> we're also starting to get into next week's episode, which I'm trying to avoid doing. I just wanted to bring this up today because whether it's reading through LinkedIn or Facebook or different forums, posts, everyone's starting to use and misuse the term AI the way they like to say hijacking in all the wrong contexts. It's becoming like that. And if they just mean they're just using a different term for Amazon's algorithms, Amazon's bots, and now everyone's going to say AI, that's fine. No, I mean, we can change the terminology, just we probably shouldn't pretend like it's a new thing because it's the same thing. Right. (laughs) Well, the problem is it's creating confusion and it sounds like, I mean, I haven't addressed it this week yet, but it sounds like now the media is catching on to it, but they think this is new. This is something new that Amazon's doing. They've tweaked their AI because AI is kind of clickbait at this point. I mean, if this gets the media interested in these problems that we've been seeing for years, then great. Yeah, let's call it AI. That's an excellent note to end on. There's nothing I could say more succinct than that. (laughs) So are there any last thoughts on this or we pretty much covered it, I think. Do you have any words of warning in terms of people getting listing restriction messaging or something suddenly comes in saying you're selling a restricted drug or a medical device and you're confused? Yeah, well, I mean, first of all, maybe back to make sure you aren't selling a restricted drug or a medical device, because like I said, I do see that a good amount. The After that, you you know, you check your listing content, especially if we're talking about if it's being flagged as a drug or even a medical device. It's generally using an algorithm to look for keywords and that's what's causing the flag so check your listing for anything that could be causing that that also being said i mean there is kind of like an entire little terrifying cottage industry around misclassifying medical devices so you don't have to do as much with the fda and we have also seen instances where it's not an algorithm it's the fda contacted amazon and told them to get rid of all of these products so you know you need to one look at your product two look at your listing and then three I would say talk to the catalog and see if they can see anything because a lot of times the keywords are in attributes that you can't see, which is always fun. So yeah, otherwise call me. Otherwise ask Leah. Thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll come back at you next with a kind of end of 2023 barrage of things we've learned, topics we've discussed throughout the year and what we see happening going into next month, 2024. I think we should have a drink. The next time we were. Oh, uh, we can do that one at the end of 2023. Yes. Sounds good. Bye, everybody.